You Decipher podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of university life and unpack what it means to be a disciple on campus. It's been so, so long. Very long time. Welcome back, Father Nicholas, to I the podcast. Yeah, thanks. I can't remember the last time I did one of these, actually. Mm, a little it's while. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot going on, so we've got to get this show on the road. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we have uh, a couple of people with us who are experts, our resident experts in the big Catholic event of 2023. World Youth Day. Mm-hmm. Lisbon. That's it. So welcome to Louis Birchie. Thank you for having me, sister. It's good. It's good to be here. <laughs> He's a veteran World Youth Day <laughs> pilgrim, organiser. All sorts. All sorts All of things. Sorts. Yeah. How All many sorts. have you been to now? I've been to four. Four. Okay. It's a good number. It's a great number. And then we have Maria with us. Hello. <laughs> and poor Maria has She's the pulling task. pulling her hair out. <laughs> She's actually organising it. Yes. Yes. But I'm feeling calm today. Oh, That's a great <laughs> thing. We're all going to take some of your calm and <laughs> relax. Good. So we're going to chat today all about World Youth Day. Some of you might be on the fence. Uh, its closing date is coming. Coming fast, 17th of March. Ooh. So if, yes. you've, if you're listening after that, you've missed it. Yeah, you've missed it. Okay. No, you never know. Um, but it's, it's going to be great. Amen. You're listening to the You Disciple Podcast, where we put the you in disciple. No banter, sister. What happened to the banter? I don't Favorite know. We're movie, not funny how's anymore. the weather? I know. I was going to ask you where you travelled. Oh, where? Yeah, other pilgrimages. I, where have I been? Uh, the Camino de Santiago. That's true. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, where else? Um, Fatima. Poland as well. Lourdes. World Youth Day. World Youth Day, World Youth Day, World Youth Day. How many have you been to? I've done five. Five. So I'm one ahead of you. Sister, how many have you been on? I don't remember. My memory's bad. I think it might only be three. Yeah. Just the small ones. Neat, small, non-European ones. Maria, how many have you been to? Zero. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's why we got you to do it. There's, <laughs> no there's, no, there's no trauma. <laughs> no trauma, no expectations. <laughs> it's going to be great. But you've been travelling all over the place. Yes. um, I lead student groups to different countries, to the US, Italy, Indonesia, Malaysia. Wow. So that's – I've had experience there with um, troubleshooting and um, looking after our young people. Fantastic. So you're you're our troubleshooter for World Youth Day? Yes, absolutely. Because we're going to need some troubleshooters because – the Archbishop set us a pretty big target from the Archdiocese of Melbourne. Mm. It's huge. <laughs> it's very huge. It's 500 pilgrims. And it's real. I mean, so we, we were laughing about that when we were interviewing him last <laughs> year. And, he, you know, we, the number climbed from 100 to 250 to 5 within a podcast. <laughs> is, is it real? It's real. It's real. There's 500 plates. Uh, seats on planes that are booked, waiting for pilgrims. And we're we're well close to it. So at time of recording, uh, we're sitting at about 350, but we know that there's 
there's a whole heap of others out there who are who are about to jump in in the last minute. Wow. So the most common question we got, Maria and I, when we were doing um, the rounds of the diocese last year, was when was when's the absolute last time I can uh, register for World Youth Day? So mm-hmm. we're expecting our Gen Z friends to um, <laughs> to completely drop at the last minute. So uh, we're yeah we're very excited. And we're very very. Uh, quietly optimistic so don't if you are listening in the next week or so don't wait till the last minute to book because we would would hate to would hate for you to miss out but it's the um the largest group from the diocese that's ever been to a world youth day um and it's not just about missing out at the closing date it's missing out on your choice your preference which pilgrimage option you'd like to go to there you go wow so what else is being prepared in the meantime? So because this office, okay, so we're recording today from a new location. We're yeah. here, right in the heart of the Cardinal Knox in Centre, the shadow of the cathedral. And this yellow paint is, is so <laughs> amazing. Uh, <laughs> if you can't see it. It's it's pretty bright. <laughs> it's been here for decades. Um, but uh, why did I say that? Oh, because the people here are all working on World Youth Day. What are they doing? Like, what's the preparations? Yeah, so. I think we've been saying that it's like running a small country town for a week. 500 people um, on the other side of the world. So there's lots of preparations for the week itself and what's going to happen, but also uh, preparations for the lead up too because pilgrimage starts pretty much as soon as you decide to go. So lots of exciting plans around some events and activities, but also spiritual formation, preparation for pilgrims. To get themselves ready, Louis. What did your previous World Youth Days like? What kind of tips would you give to um, someone who's decided to go and is starting to get ready? Yeah, well, I, um, I guess in a spiritual sense, you know, um, start praying, praying for your leaders, praying for the um, for World Youth Day, the actual event, um, but also yourself. You know, I would start, you know. Maybe reading some spiritual books, um, listening to podcasts. You know, Father Mike Smith is always really good, and Bishop Barron. Um, I didn't have that when I was uh, going to World Youth Day back in the day, but um, yeah, just getting yourself ready for it um, spiritually. I mean, I, I don't know how physical it's going to be. Is it going to be physical like the old? It's not <laughs> my my first World Youth Day. The pilgrimage walk was twenty kilometers. Um, yeah, same. in the middle of uh, summer. Italian summer. Uh, this year's pilgrimage walk is going to be about 12 kilometres. So, okay. But it is, like, going on pilgrimage is um, a, a physical experience. Uh, Christopher West once wrote that um, when you're on pilgrimage, um, your body gets tired so God can speak to the soul. Yeah, there And there is. There's lots of walking. There's lots of long days. So, um, yeah, getting yourself physically ready, I think, is, is just as important. Yeah, 100%. Well, yeah, it's uh, pilgrimage is... You know, the end goal is transformation, isn't it? You know, so preparing for that. And, um, you know, I think pilgrimage starts now, you know, if you're going. Lots of practical things as well, Maria. Absolutely. There are practical things. So you need to have your passport ready because we are travelling overseas and you need to think about what you're going to bring with you and you don't want to pack too heavy, but you need all the right things like comfortable walking shoes that have been worn in, not brand new. Um you just have to think about the weather there as well. It's going to be a hot summer and, you know, being hydrated, doing all that sort of preparation and thinking ahead. So if someone's on the fence right now, what? Oh, how do we tip them off it? 
and how do they get off it? What, how, if you decide today you just go home, you're like, this is it, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to what do you say? What do you do? You have to register. Register. <laughs> on the you have to how register. How do you do that? <laughs> but, even, but even if you're still thinking about registering, the one piece of advice I give to people is go and talk to someone who's been. Mm. Mm. Um, and make it a decent conversation because as soon as you ask someone their world youth experience, it starts with talking about um, delayed flights, bad food, um, sleeping in dormitories, uh, heat and long long walks. Um, but if you prod a little further, everyone I know who's been to World Youth Day then has uh, a story that they're willing to tell if, if you prompt and that shares the real depth. And I think sometimes when we're talking about World Youth Day, we're talking about travel and um, the, the beauties of Lisbon and seeing all these sites and doing all of these wonderful things and three million people and the Pope. But the real magic of World Youth Day is in the individual way that Christ works in the lives of people who go. Mm-hmm. And everyone I know, Louis, would you agree with me? A hundred percent. Has a story like that. We were actually going to ask Louis, what is your story? Oh, here we go. You know what? Everything you just said, you know, all the delayed flights and sleeping on the floor, you know, it doesn't bring back bad memories for me. They're actually good memories because you do it with a, a bunch of people that you're getting to know. You're having a lot of fun together and, um, you know, and you're delving a bit deeper in your faith. So it's all, it's been a really um, positive experience, every world youth that I've been to. Um, Germany, I was 18 when I went. Um I didn't know what to expect, and uh, it was really life-changing for me, I, I've got to say, as an 18-year-old guy. Um, just being there, I, I think it was adoration on uh, the vigil at, at World Youth Day where I looked around and saw two million other young people who um, were kneeling just like me, you know, praying together, and it was just the most moving experience for me. And uh, I wouldn't say I was a sceptic going in, but I... Um, I didn't own my faith all that much, you know, and uh, it helped me really delve deeper into it. The friends that I made through this experience as well, you know, I'm still friends with them. Mm. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's been amazing. And each one, each world youth has been different, but I've got something out of each one, even as going as a leader. Mm. Yeah. And I think everyone has a story like that. So if you're, if you're thinking about going to World Youth Day, like... Go and find someone and ask them what their what their World Youth Day story is because that's going to be better than any any sort of postcard or website or anything like that is. Um, and if you've been and you're listening and you can't go this one for whatever, but like pass on the stories and really encourage your friends or family to go because you, you you'll know how powerful an experience it can be. That'd be a good little preparation event. Just grab your friends who are going or who have been, have dinner. And share stories. Share the stories. It's awesome. So fun. Sister, have you got a story from a World Youth Day? Oh, well, I just, my memory's very short these days now. No. Um, <laughs> I just remember Panama was there just recently and I, um, whenever that was, 2019. And it was so great, that, that experience. And I think it was great because I just travelled with a group of eight high school students and we really... Um, we really prepared well together before we went and I watched them change. And um, so, yes, I was in Panama with I don't know how many people were there on World Youth Day, but the whole experience for me is locked into that group of eight 
Um, and beyond that, maybe 42. But that's as far as my mind goes on to my World Youth experience because we really lived it together and, um, and they stayed friends and they kept in contact with each other um, the whole year after. So that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. And that's one thing we're building into the program here in Melbourne this year um, as that whilst it's a large group going, 500 people, we're really going to put an emphasis on small groups and on building those relationships. And in particular, um, as much as possible, keeping people who know each other or live near each other together or or at the same university or already in a youth group together. Mm -hmm. Because World Youth Day, and Louis, you were talking about this as well, has that power to help you build friends. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still friends today with people I met on World Youth Day 23 years ago. and because there's, there's a bit of a bonding in fire, um, <laughs> but also when you have such a deep and rich experience of your own faith and you do that with other people, that really f- forms relationships that last a very long time. So yeah. we're really going to put a focus this year on small groups and really helping people um, uh, foster those relationships in their small groups. Yeah, that's great. Um, one thing that I've observed from different people that I've spoken to, having never been, is how their face lights up when they speak about it. It's it's incredible. I've seen and heard stories. I mean, yes, I've heard the stories of, you know, they couldn't get water, the toilets were filthy, whatever. <laughs> oh, the toilets. The toilets. Toilet. That's the complaint, yeah. But um, it's what comes after that. As Father Nicholas said, the um, their face lights up and you can see it's something that's within and it's sort of pouring out when they're telling their stories so I'm really excited to go so I can witness this happening to all the pilgrims. And we're really lucky here and I think the Archbishop shared some of this on when we when we interviewed him but he definitely did at our launch event last year um, where we're really lucky here in Melbourne because he had sort of one of those experiences as a young priest. Yes. He went to World Youth Day and really had this deep encounter and sort of uh, interior conversion. Um, and that's why he's so passionate about World Youth Day and that's why he set such high high expectations um, or such a high target um, and is throwing like a whole lot of resources to get as many young people to World Youth Day this year. Mm-hmm. Who else has been to Lisbon? I haven't. I have. You have? I haven't. I've never been to Fatima either. So I was thinking, what? You've, really? Oh, sister. I know. Wow. Well, I was in, lucky enough to be in Lisbon last year. It's a really beautiful city. And so I've been to World Youth Days in Italy, Poland, Brazil, Spain, and Australia. Uh, but I think Lisbon as a host city, it's just going to be great. So I think it's... Um, I th- as much as we speak about now when you add 3 million people to any city it's <laughs> probably going to be a little bit chaotic but I think as a city it's it's a place to see so go for all the spiritual reasons uh, but also especially if you haven't been overseas before like what a great way to do it you get to see a bit of the world but also be involved in sort of a, a gathering of young people from around the world mm-hmm. and you're not going to be alone and there's going to be a lot of support as well yeah it's true you have pretty uh, cool pilgrimages beforehand as well, don't you? Yeah. yeah. So Melbourne's offering four different options to get to World Youth Day. So if you're short on time, jump on the direct trip and you'll get to see Fatima and then go through to World Youth Day. But then there's the trip through Italy, so Rome and Assisi. 
a trip through the Holy Land, which is the longest trip, but obviously takes you through the sites where Jesus lived and ministered and obviously um, his passion and death. And then what's the last one? The Emerging, <laughs> Emerging Leaders <laughs> Program, which uh, is particularly for people who are looking to grow in, in being a leader and a leader in the Catholic Church. So there are lots of really great different options really um, that get to ex- extend the trip a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. I really love that we do that because going on pilgrimage from Australia, there, there aren't too many pilgrimage way. sites <laughs> here. Yeah, no. um, and so once you get out of the country, you, let's see some, let's just pack it all in. And it's not going to end at the end of World Youth Day. It continues afterwards. We've got a retreat, mm-hmm. um, a post-World Youth Day retreat. So you're going to keep that connection with the people that you've met and grow those connections and those friendships. Mm-hmm. So it, it keeps going. It's not a one-off event. There's so much happening in the lead-up and there's a lot happening after. That's true. I think sometimes when we think about progress and think, oh, no, it's expensive – so you, but the thing is, is that you bring home things that last the whole rest of your life. That's yeah. right. Um, so, yeah. yeah. This is the You Disciple podcast. For more information on what's happening on a campus near you go to udisciple.melbournecatholic.org. Of course, World Youth Day is not the only thing that's happening at the moment. There is plenty of stuff happening on our campuses. JP2 House is open again. Uh, it was great to see so many students back on and around campus for uh, O-Week yes. in the last couple of weeks. And... We've got a retreat coming up for university students and young adults. Yeah, you want to get on that. Mm-hmm. Get on that, especially if you can't get to World Youth Day. Yeah. Even if you are going to World Youth Day, come. It's all but good, yeah. Um, Jesus is going to be there. So, plenty <laughs> of stuff. Uh, great articles and and resources online. So, plenty of great things. 6.30 Holy Hours back at the cathedral mm-hmm. in its 23rd year. So, every Thursday night at 6.30. So, lots lots to do. Um, and you can go support your local people who are trying to fundraise for World Youth Day. Eat a sausage, get your car cleaned, whatever you need to do. <laughs> Help these people yeah, get there. Buy a cake. Buy a cake. Buy a cake. Yeah. I had someone give me $500 for a cake once when we were... Wow. Wow. Was yeah. a good case? Yeah, well, it w- I think we bought it from Coles and just removed <laughs> it. <laughs> well, Probably shouldn't say that on air. I was going to say... <laughs> <laughs> Not for retail stuff. If, if you're looking for someone to sell a cake to, well, <laughs> Lu- Louis, knows what, Louis knows the value of a World Youth Day cake. So... <laughs> But thank you, Louis. Thank you, Maria. Um, and I think the one thing is, um, let's keep praying for World Youth Day because yes. I've been saying recently, um, it's it's a project that has the power to do an amazing amount of good in the lives of, of the young people of Melbourne, the church here in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And really, um, it has over many years since its inception been a, a real regeneration mm-hmm. of, of the young people of Melbourne. So... Uh, keep keep whether you're going to World Youth or not. Keep keep the project. Keep the pilgrims. Keep keep the whole uh, experience in in your prayers. But otherwise, thanks for thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you, Thank you so much for coming. Have a good week.
Whether you've been listening to us on the tram, in the library, or on your way to class, thanks for listening to this week's You Disciple podcast. Share, like, and subscribe, and we hope to see you on and around campus. The Your Disciple Podcast is a production of the Catholic Archdiocese of Melbourne.